wake up, throwing the slides, drag myself to the mirror. I double take and look back as I pull myself ever nearer. Who is that guy looking back at me with that overbearing bravado and look of ecstasy? Where did you come from? Who are you with? Tell me your name. You out with a click? He throwing his fit, popped a carrot in his ear, throw a band on his wrist while he laced up his gear. Never fear, he seemed to got it all in control. Throw a smile on his mitt and keep his emotions on hold. Too tough to fold. Instead of breaking down, he rises up to win. It's hard to pinpoint just exactly where this guy has been. Then, those fatal words are uttered, and even though he tries, he cannot help but show all that anger in his eyes. My God, something about you has really changed. You're not acting like yourself. As a matter of fact, it's kind of strange. Nothing's changed. Maybe you need to back off and stay in your lane. Worry about yours before you come racking in my brain. It's kind of lame. A grown man worried about another grown man. Pressed on what it is that he got going on. Guess he got his grown group of stands. In the stands, but he shakes it off and pays it on mine. He's getting kind of big. You can tell that he's been on his grind. All the time, he either got a J in his mouth or a bottle in his hand trying to chase after clout. What's that about? He started to realize he's losing that spark in his eyes. Burning bridges that I built while still believing his lies. Who am I? I break free of the confines and see what he's done. The damage has already been dealt. Kind of like a hit and run. Was it fun? Having people in your ear swaying you far from the path? Leaving behind such a mess? Now I'm facing the wrath. Do the math. You came with a lot. Now I'm left with a few. Try to please all the masses instead of staying true to you. What a fool. I shake my head while looking back into my blank cocoa-colored eyes and ask myself time after time, what am I doing? Who am I? How's it going, everyone? Uh, it's your host, Brother Rex Shege. Um, Welcome back to King's Tales. This is episode two. The title of this week's episode is Unapologetically Me. Um, and what I just did for the introduction, I read a, a brief poem that I wrote back, actually, summer 2018, titled Who Am I? Um, identity struggle has been probably one of the hardest things that I've dealt with, um, trying to find my place in society as a black man. So the main topic that we're, some of the main topics that we're going to be going over today are primarily self-identity, self-esteem, and being comfortable with who you are. So to start things off, uh, to provide a definition for self-identity, courtesy of yourdictionary.com. Self-identity is defined as the awareness of one's unique identity, with self-esteem being defined as a real realistic respect for or favorable impression of oneself, self-respect, courtesy of dictionary.com. So as members of Generation Z, we face a slew of new challenges, whether it's constant exposure to highly unrealistic social standards, loneliness, or malpractice in maintaining one's mental health. The list goes on. In terms of loneliness, a survey consistent of 20,000 participants that was conducted by global health service company Cigna in 2018 found that those who identified as part of Gen Z scored a mean score of 48.3 on the loneliness scale measured from 20 to 80. Now, compared to the millennial score of 45.3, it's quite shocking to see how, how lonely we feel. Readily available access to social media, digital chat rooms like Discord, and YouTube videos have all started to slowly replace face-to-face -face interactions. In a study conducted by Clinical Psychological Science back in 2017, it was found that adolescents aged between 13 and 18 who spent more time on social media were more likely to report mental health issues. And although correlation does not equate to causation, something I've learned in my many years of being a college student, this increase in time spent on new media screen activities may account for the increase in depression and suicide. 
Now, I did a little research, and back in 2017, the CDC reported that the second leading cause of death for all adolescents aged 10 to 24 was suicide, which accounted for 19.2% of total deaths in that age group. Uh, and the leading cause of death was unintentional injuries, which was defined as injuries that were unplanned, such as car accidents or a work accident, and that ranked number one, and it accounted for 40.6 of all deaths for this age group. So I delved in a bit deeper into these statistics, and for males aged 10 through 24, just just all males, regardless of their ethnicity or um, race, 25,273 deaths were recorded. Of those, 5,375 were reported as suicides. Now, for my math people, this roughly translates to 21.1% of the total deaths in this age group. Now, for females aged 10 to 24, regardless of ethnicity or race, 9,769 total deaths were recorded. Of those, 1,394 were reported as suicides. This accounts for 14.2% of total deaths in this age group. I delved a bit deeper. So, and for those that don't know, I am a cisgender heterosexual male. So I decided to dive in a bit deeper and take a look at the statistics for both non-Hispanic black males and non-Hispanic black females. Uh, for non-Hispanic black males in this age group, uh, they saw a suicide rate of 9.9% for total deaths collected versus non-Hispanic black females in this age group's 8.6%. Now, based on this compiled data, it's pretty evident to see that we need to take better care of ourselves especially with all that's going on around us now with the pandemic and the recent, the recent, uh, I guess, social upward that's been, that's been happening in terms of systemic racism that, you know, black people have been experiencing for well over 450 years. And one thing that I will say has been, uh, proven to be quite a huge benefit is the fact that social media has, brought all of this to the forefront. Now we're starting to see a lot of the things that have been happening in the dark for so long. And I'm really glad that it is bringing awareness to some of the issues that black people face on a daily basis. But I guess one thing that one of the biggest questions that we're posed with is what can we do to make sure that we don't end up overwhelmed with feelings of loneliness or unable to overcome low self-esteem? So I did a bit more research and I stumbled upon this article that was published through success.com and it's titled 12 self-care tips for busy people. Now I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I think that these tips truly, truly can prove to be helpful, especially given how much I'm constantly on the go, whether it's being at work or, you know, chasing my, uh, my side hustles or just investing in, you know, some of my future projects. I'm constantly on the go and I really don't know um, when to, you know, just take a minute to pause and really, really just decompress and, you know, remind myself that, hey, dude, you're human. You can't just keep on going and going and going like a robot. So to go into the 12 self-care tips for busy people, uh, number one was establish a morning self-care routine. Number two is reward yourself after uh, hard days, weeks, months or years of work. Speak with a therapist. Schedule days off, automate what you can, get plenty of sleep, reflect on the three best things that happened today, 
use positive language and self-talk, make time for family and friends, do something creative, crush simple tasks first, and pace yourself and set realistic goals. Now, some of these are prevalent practices within my life, but I, I will say that one of the main tips that honestly stood out the most to me uh, has been reflect on the three best things that happened today. I feel, and this is just me doing some personal reflection, uh, sometimes I tend to forget to focus more on the positive things that happen throughout the day, and I often find myself getting caught up in focusing more on the negative things, and that's that's human nature. You know, it's it's a lot easier to focus on the the bad things that are going on around us and not so much the good things, but I think one thing that I'm going to start doing moving forward is just writing down either on a sticky note or in my journal some of the things that I found helpful to me, whether it's, you know, just waking up in the morning, you know, having having a job, you know, having a means of transportation to or from work, uh, you know, having a strong support system, you know, having a wonderful family, you know, a strong connection with God, you know, my own church home. There, there, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, there are a lot of things that, that I'm truly grateful for. And it's, it's crazy, you know, just sometimes speaking some positivity into it, like really just shifts your mood because I'm not going to lie. I had a long day at work. I worked an eight hour shift. I came back from, I came back from work and then I realized that the audio file that I previously recorded for this episode wasn't working. Like I was listening to it and there was no sound and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I got to re-record the thing, reformat my script because I came up with a couple of new ideas and I'm just, at that, at this, at that point I was, I was over it. I really wanted to give up, but you know, I, I started to just recount some of the positive things that, you know, happened to me today and it really did help with uplifting my mood. Um, some of the suggestions that I have, like some of the practices that I carry out on a daily are journaling journaling and goal setting. Uh, I bought a journal about two weeks ago. And it's funny because I actually uh, shared, you know, some of the goals and some of the entries that I had written out with one of my friends. And, you know, it's it really does help you stay on course with what it is that you have set out for yourself, whether it's, you know, uh, maybe you have dreams and aspirations to be a world famous music producer one day or a film director, or a doctor, or a dentist, or a national, or whatever it is that you have set out for yourself, it really is important to journal because it really allows you to take into perspective just how important it is to, you know, keep track of your progress. You know, one of the things that I love to do, um, either whether it's months down the line, weeks down the lines, or even a couple of days after, you know, I started doing something, is looking back at my first day and seeing how far I progressed from from uh from the beginning of my journey. And it's really funny because I was watching uh one of my one of my uh biggest forms of inspiration in terms of running. I was on Nick Simmons YouTube channel the other day and one of the quotes that he said is <laughs> really funny at the time, but like looking back at it now it's true. Yet uh today's strong Tomorrow's strong is yesterday's weak. I think that's what he said, or it might have been the other way around. But essentially, you know, we might be struggling with a workout, 
or, you know, a new job or, you know, learning a new craft one day. And then you look back to it three, three weeks, three months, even three years down the line. And you're like, wow, look at all the experience that I've amassed and how capable I am now. And, you know, just hearing that from uh, from Nick and, you know, just uh, looking back at some of the things that I've accomplished in my life, it really has helped me stay, you know, motivated and focused to keep going. Uh, going on to my second suggestion, which is working out, uh, being a four-year varsity athlete and then being able to compete on the collegiate level in sports has definitely been one of the one of the things that really has helped keep my head on straight. I know if it hadn't been for sports and, you know, just me being an athlete, I definitely would have ended up uh, either as a statistic or doing a lot of things that I really shouldn't have been doing when I was younger, you know, just based off of peer pressure and the people that I was hanging around with at the time. But I really, truly am grateful for some of the things that, you know, have came out of, you know, working out and just leading a active lifestyle. Yeah, it's it's been extremely beneficial. Now, this is uh something that I recently, you know, started reconnecting with. Um, About nine months ago, I joined a church and I really didn't think anything of it initially when I first started. But the more that I started to grow alongside, you know, the church members and really just started strengthening my relationship with God, I started to notice that, you know, praying, reading the reading the word and actually talking with God on a daily basis really does help uplift you and when you're, even if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, it really does help go a long way because, you know, having that foundation really helps you stay grounded whenever things are in turmoil, you know, whenever, especially like just going back from me, and this is uh, my personal testimony that I actually shared in church yesterday. Um, at the beginning of this year, I really didn't know where I was going. Like I felt like I was a bit, I was in a bit of a identity crisis and I was confused. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to continue with, you know, going to school. I was starting to realize now that, you know, I can't just given the leadership position that I was in, I can't be going out and doing some of the things that, you know, some of the, some of my friends were doing at the time. And, you know, I kind of felt unlike myself And you know, it, it really is crazy how, you know, those moments of doubts can either, you know, make you or break you. And, you know, fast forward three months from then, that's when, you know, COVID struck, I had to move back home. I didn't, I didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing. And on top of that, I was unemployed and I was just really frustrated because I remember, you know, hearing back in church December of last year that, you know, 2020 was supposed to be the, the start of something great. And, you know, the first three, four five months were you know, for lack of a better word, they were, they were awful. And I didn't really know where, you know, God was taking me, but I just continued to stay faithful and consistent with my prayer. And, you know, six months have passed since January. Uh, believe it or not, you know, I made it, I made it through, not only did I make it through the semester, but I also made Dean's List. Um, one step closer to graduating next May. All I got to do now is just retake a couple classes in the fall I knock out my internship next spring and then I walk across the stage next May. Like that's, that's really beautiful. Um, on top of that, I'm also employed, you know, I, I work in retail and I'm really grateful for the opportunity because not only is it keeping me busy and providing a source of income, but it also provides me the, you know, the rare opportunity, although it is limited with 
the chance to interact with other people, which as mentioned with some of the statistics that I provided earlier, it really it really does help to have that face to face interaction. And although, you know, we are standing six feet apart at times, it's you know, it, it really does bring you joy, you know, you know, talking with people and getting, you know, some you know, some of their views on what's going on in the world and hearing what it is that they have to say, it really does uplift you. And it, it's one of those positive things that looking back on it now, even though I was really fed up today at work, I, you know, I really am grateful for the, the opportunity not to just get out and do something productive while also having the chance to interact with other people. Uh, this next one has probably been the biggest biggest thing for me. Uh, speaking positive affirmations onto yourself when carrying out your early morning and nighttime routines. So for the longest time, I think one of the biggest things that I struggle with is uh, low self-esteem. And, you know, I really haven't always been that confident in myself. But one thing that I've been doing, especially over the past couple of six months, is, you know, finding one good thing that I like about myself. And, you know, when I wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror, you know, after washing my face or brushing my teeth, you know, I just start speaking out some of the positive things that I, that I like about myself. And it it really is crazy because the more that you, you frequent doing that, um, and you may not even do it in front of a crowd or do it for other people. It's crazy because it's almost like they're able to, to sense your aura and that draws them into you. And like one thing that I've noticed is that people aren't going to start noticing you until you start noticing yourself. And that was really powerful because I didn't, obviously, you know, with the low uh, self-esteem and the, the confidence issues, I really didn't think so highly of myself. But like now that I'm, I'm speaking these positive affirmations over my life, a lot of people are, you know, they're like, oh, wow, you know, your your skin's glowing. You look a lot more happier. You, you know, you look more handsome. Like you're, people are starting to notice some of the things that like I've I've been speaking on and that's one thing that I I will strongly suggest to people that are actually tuned in and listening to this. Like the the best thing that you can do for yourself is to invest time into yourself and speak speak life over you because within your tongue you know that comes life, and it, it really is important that you're you're truly you know taking care of yourself in in all aspects. I got two more uh, suggestions before I move on to the next thing. But um, limiting time spent in content watch while on social media, I don't care what anybody says to you, bro. It really is important that you you set a timer on like how long you're on social media while also monitoring what it is that you see. Because, you know, although people make the, the strong argument, oh, you have to see what's going on in the world so that, you know, you stay informed and hip to what's going on. But, bro, you know how how draining and traumatizing it is to constantly see people dying in the news, you're watching people getting brutalized, you know, it's, like, I remember, uh, it was about a week and a half ago, I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I seen, you know, the police making an arrest, and they had their, their canine unit with them, and they, they had the, uh, the dog just, hey, he had his jaw locked on this man's leg, and this man's obviously crying out for help, he's already detained, and, you know, just seeing that, I'm just like, wow, like and just the lack of empathy and sympathy for the person that's just laying on the ground in agony and you're not doing anything to get the dog off of him it's it, it was really draining to see and that's when i started to realize that yo 
you know, it is important to stay informed, but too much of too much of anything, like my dad used to say, is just detrimental for your health. So that's when I started to just limit what it was that I was seeing, um, going outside more, you know, just taking walks, being more active. And that really helped improve my mood. And now, although I do like to stay up to date with what's going on in the world, I try to minimize, you know, my my social media binges and it's helped improve my mood tremendously. So it's something that I definitely would suggest to some of you guys to try it as well. Oh, the, the last one, this last one is, oh, man. You got to enjoy the journey um, because if you're too focused on the destination, by the time you get there, you're not going to remember, you know, what it was that you did while you were on your journey, who you interacted with, how you went about getting to your destination. And, you know, that, that that's probably one of the, the most scariest things that you can do is go, you know, two, three, four years trying to get to, you know, to reach your goals. And you don't even remember how you got there. So one thing that my, you know, one of my, that my pastor really stresses to me is, you know, you got to enjoy the journey. And although particularly with our generation, you know, we're, we like to rush things and expect everything to, you know, just happen instantly. We're like, as, as I talked about on IG Live the other day with uh, my friend Raekwon, we're microwave kids. So we put something in two, three minutes later, we're expecting something to come out and, you know, we're constantly because of social media, we're always expecting that immediate gratification. But, you know, with things like, you know, investing in your dreams and your goals or just going after something that you're really passionate about, you have to just take things one step at a time. Because if you try to rush and do a million things at once, you're just going to get overwhelmed. And trust me, I've been there before. There was a time during college where I was working, held multiple leadership positions on campus and was a full-time student. And I just felt burnt out almost every single day for almost the entire semester and you know my grades reflected that my interactions with my friends reflected that and I was just really 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 burnt out because I was trying to do so much at once but you know if you can try and minimize it to one or two things and give it your 110 percent effort behind it on that those two things and I guarantee you it's going to pay dividends you know six months to a year down the line so um on to the next topic at hand what if i'm not all right with who i am so these are um these are some tips that i put together um i didn't really do too much research on you know coming to that that moment of self-actualization and you know just being comfortable with who you are and finding out who you are but these are just some things that i found helpful for me over the past 22 years of my life um number one is try and find the root of the issue one of the questions that I constantly ask myself is what or who has caused me to not like who I am? Um, going back to the first episode, like when I was younger, particularly going through, you know, grade and middle school, it, it was my bullies and, you know, I allowed them to take a lot of joy out of me. But, you know, as soon as it happened back then, you know, when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, I should have just let it go and moved on instead of just holding on to it. And, that kind of, you know, transitions into my next point, which is work on forgiveness. Another, the next question that I constantly ask myself is, am I willing to forgive them? And eventually me for allowing myself to hold on to the hurt for so long. Imagine, imagine you have this egg. Your, one of your uncles gives you, you know, an egg that you used to cook with. And 
you hold on to this egg. And he's like, don't let go of this egg. You need to keep holding on to it until I tell you otherwise. You hold on to that egg for 12 years. Guess how guess how rotten and nasty and stinky that I don't even want to imagine that. But can you just think about how ridiculous that sounds? Now, apply that to, you know, holding a grudge or hate or, you know, just animosity towards a person. And just think about what that can do, not only to your mental state, but your heart and your soul as well. You're just carrying around all this bitterness and nastiness and darkness within you. Meanwhile, the person that you're, you know, directing all this stuff towards, they're happily continuing on with their lives. One thing that, like, I noticed is, you know, I've been, I had been so bitter and, you know, just caught up. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know why they did this to me. Why did they, you know, why did they harass me? Why did they out me? You know, why did they treat me like an outcast? Meanwhile, these people that, you know, were bullying me, they're out, you know, living, I want to say their best life, but they're still, you know, they're out living their life. And it, it made me realize that, you know, if you hold on to something for really long periods of time, the only person that you're really hurting in the end is yourself. On to point number three, removing the mask. Am I living this life for me or to appease those around me? Oh, man. This is the question of the century. I remember, you know, my track coach back in high school was actually, uh, he had asked me this question. And, it, man, I, when I tell you I really thought about that for the rest of the week at track practice, it was mind-boggling. And there are just so many people today that are just, you know, constantly either living for their parents, living for their friends, living to appease those around them, whether it's at work, you know, at school, and their social environments. And you just got to take a step back and be like, yo, what am I doing this for? You know, if if I want to go after something, it really doesn't matter what other people are, are saying, because if I'm if it's something that I really enjoy, I'm going to go after it. And, you know, the the people that aren't meant to be around at that time, they're going to just filter themselves out. And the people that are, are meant for you and are just going to stay 10 toes down and support you through all that you do, they're going to be there for you. And I think that that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the past couple of years. You can't please everybody. You can't save the whole world. So why be miserable when you can enjoy your own time and going after the things that you enjoy? On to point number four, set the pride aside. Is it really that bad to ask for help, bro? Is it really that bad? And that's a, another thing that like I'm, I do a lot of self-reflecting and these are all questions that I either ask myself daily or weekly. And it's just something that I always have to constantly reflect on because I will say um, being the first the firstborn in the family, like it really comes with a tremendous amount of responsibility. And you you definitely as you go through the years, you kind of, you know, grow prideful in that. And you're like, oh, you know, I figured it out on my own before. I don't need anybody else's help. And before you know it, you're. You're stuck in a predicament and you don't know who to call on because you are trying to do everything by yourself and try to be Superman and you're just out here looking crazy. Trust me, I've been there before. I mean, I wouldn't be <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here talking to y'all if I hadn't been. So it really is important to, you know, just evaluate yourself and realize that your pride really isn't doing anything for you. If anything, it's hindering you. And, you know, if if God's placing the, the proper people and the resources in your life to help you excel and grow and move on to the platform that was 
destined for you, use it. You know, there's no harm in asking for help. The worst thing that you can, the worst thing that could come out of it is them saying no. So, you know, just continue to stay humble. And, you know, one of the, one, again, one of the, the biggest foundations of my life is God. If it's outside of my control, I just leave it up to him and just focus on the things that I can handle. My fifth and final point is uh, to check your environment and yourself. Uh, one of one of my more famous quotes, as my line brothers have heard me constantly say, is just because you occupy the same space does not mean y'all share the same mindsets. Um, going back to, you know, back in January, I, I was at the time I didn't know it. But, you know, looking back on it now, like I wasn't. I was really upset because, you know, the people that I felt like were going to be, you know, around in my life forever were starting to, you know, filter themselves out. You know, they were just doing things that I didn't really agree with. And not only were they, you know, dissing, them, dissing themselves, but I was also, you know, kind of pulling myself away from those uh, environments as well. And ultimately, you know, it's helped me, you know, grow as a person. And that's something that I can say, like, throughout this year, one of the things that I've seen happen, you know, pretty significantly is, you know, my own self-growth and some of the things that I've been able to accomplish and do for myself. And I'm just seeing growth in all aspects of my life, you know, financially, mentally, physically, socially, emotionally. It's it, it really has been a blessing to see, you know, what God has done for not just for me, but for the people around me as well. And that's something that I really have just found so much joy in. Um, One of the biggest things that honestly I could just say to, you know, all the people that are tuned in today is, you know, really just take things one day at a time. And no matter, you know, what your faith is, just know that you weren't a mistake and you, you have the capabilities, the mindsets, the traits, the characteristics, and the personality you go out there and accomplish whatever it is that you set your mind on. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I know that it's really hard, you know, when especially today when it's so easy to focus on the negative instead of the positive, but really just take into account some of the little victories that you've accomplished throughout your years of life. Like you wouldn't, you didn't make it this far. My bad. (laughs) You didn't make it this far off a chance. You know, you just got to take things one day at a time and realize that, you know, this is, this is you and everything that you're doing now, not only affects you, but it affects the people that you're going to interact with and, you know, hopefully influence down the line. Um, so, you know, just take everything seriously. And for real, like this, this has truly been an enlightening experience. I, I, I really do just want to thank all of you Kings and Queens for tuning in for real. Um, this means a lot more to me than you guys will ever know. Um, whether it's the support, the constructive criticism, um, the donations, like y'all do a lot for me. And, you know, I'm just hoping that as we continue this journey that, you know, future subjects and topics that I go over, you know, as I continue to grow and gain more knowledge and wisdom on certain aspects, not just about myself, but, you know, my generation and everyone else that's, you know, currently living in, in this uh, climate and environment that we're in and really just use some of my experiences to hopefully help someone else overcome similar, you know, challenges, hurdles, and obstacles. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, That's going to be the conclusion of this week's episode. Um, 
be on the lookout uh, this upcoming Wednesday at 6 p.m. I'll be hopping on IG Live. Uh, for y- those of y'all who don't already follow me, I don't know what y'all doing, but y'all need to get on it. You can find me on Instagram at King Sigma, um, K1NGSIGMA underscore. Um, um, also can be found on Facebook. Uh, my credentials are R-E-X, last name C-H-E-G-E. And yeah, you know, if you guys got any questions, you know, suggestions, constructive criticism, shoot them my way. You know, I really do appreciate any and all feedback that y'all give to me. Um, cause again, it's a journey and I know that I'm never perfect and there's always something I can improve upon. So I just want to say thank you, uh, for everyone, to everyone for uh, tuning in and shameless plug, you know, for, in order for us to continue grow, growing, uh, whether it's, uh, in terms of like recording equipment, you know, preventing audio issues from happening, as I mentioned earlier, uh, or just, you know, trying to get better, you know, quality sound, you know, probably hopefully through uh, studio times. If y'all are feeling generous enough, you know, I'll take donations through Cash App. My tag is dollar sign R-E-X-C-H-E-G-E-1-4, 14, so 1-4. Again, if y'all... If y'all feel ever so inclined to, I I really would appreciate it. And again, all funding is more than likely going to be dedicated. I'm trying to, the outlook is to try and get either episode four or five in a studio. I know that there are a couple of recording places in the area that I'm living at. So I'm going to continue to do my research. But in the meantime, if y'all decide to donate, that's great. But if not, I totally understand too. You know, times is hard right now. We all deal with COVID waiting on this first thing to check with hopes of the second one coming in. So uh, I love y'all. Continue to stay great and bless all you beautiful kings and queens of the world. Remember that you are of royal priesthood and everything that you set out to conquer will be yours. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Have a good night.